Friends, welcome to the 18th episode of The Gentleman's Breakfast, coming back to you after yet another long hiatus. It's been a while. How long has it been? A month. Who knows? Yeah. A lot of commitments were made that we were going to We had a very good chat in Austin. On the show. Yeah. And uh, big surprise, we've fallen behind, <laughs> as I do with most things in my life. But I don't want to put this off at all. We here at the Gentleman's Breakfast, and I think I speak for both of us, are an organization that is about cutting right to the heart of the issues and speaking truth to power. <laughs> We've been silent on this issue for way too long. Okay. This country is fucking insane and it's collapsing. And I cannot stand on, by on the sidelines anymore. I'm entertained by it. I, I am enjoying this <laughs> What do you mean closer? you're fucking entertained by it? You can't be entertained by a race for who is going to be the president of the United States, the leader of the free world. What, okay, man, There's on. a reality fucking TV star that has a legitimate chance at being one of the two people that could be elected president of the United States. Let me take that microphone away from you for a second here. Donald Trump is going to be the first loser. He's going to finish second place. You know that. I know that. He is. Everybody in- keeps saying that, and he keeps fucking winning every state. He's, won, act- he's won three states in a row. And by the way... Even if he loses to Hill Dog, even if he gets a Republican nomination and he loses to Hill Dog, I, that causes the collapse of the Republican Party. I don't give a fuck. They, they, they've been idiots for a while. Okay, do you Tur- know how long it's going to... Our democracy thrives on competition. Yeah. You know, if if Hillary- one party collapses, then the other party has nothing to push against it. I think... I, I firmly believe the Republicans know that they can't win and they're not throwing any of their legitimate candidates... And they're gonna lose. I would bet you a thousand dollars Donald Trump is not the next president of the United States. Yeah, I don't think that he's gonna be the next president of the United States. What I do think is that he has a legitimate chance at being the Republican nominee. And if he's the Republican he nominee, is, he's gonna be. We're all fucked. Not do you not get that there has to be a second party? We have to have at least two parties. I get that, but look at other countries. Look at how they have Russia, like eight Italy, Russia and Italy have won. Like, look, look at those guys who have won. Well, Russia and Italy. Those are the two best fucking examples you can come up with. No, those are two shitbag countries. In terms of who's become president in those countries. Yeah. In Italy, Silvio Berlusconi became president, okay? Who was also a reality TV star, also a billionaire, was also fucking 14-year-olds. How'd that go for them? It's very interesting to see... Italy's practically a third world country. You care about nothing in life. Would you agree about that? Apparently you care about who the Republican nominee... It has reached a level where it offends my conscience for this to continue. Okay? There aren't a lot of things that I hold near and dear Why don't you see it as the entertainment value that it is? It's not entertainment value. It's the country that we're born in. And if it gets fucked, we have nowhere to fucking go. We are like this is this is it. We are it's at the, to be it's born. at the core of your being that you're American, and the process is taking a shit on that right now. You're fortunate enough to be born in this country. You could have been fucked and been born in Burkina Faso, right? You are fortunate enough to have this. So to take this high ledge, like yeah. oh, no, I no, deserve no. better. I take the exact opposite tack of that. Yes, we're fortunate enough to be in it, which is why we have to respect it. Which is why you can't say shit like. The person that's going to be have a chance to be elected leader of it, it's entertaining. That's fucking shitting on it. That's not appreciating where we come from. 
So you say my approach. Do you understand to, what I'm saying? Yeah. So you are, you're, 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 you're offended by my approach. Your approach is cavalier. Sure. It is not escalated enough to the gravity of this issue. The fact that people continue to laugh at it is what allows it to continue. And the fact that there is someone that is being put on a national stage that could lead the country who only rallies people's worst impulses, bigots, racists. People are saying that the reason that he's going to get elected is because he's going to be able to carry even more of the white vote than Romney did. And Romney got like 80% of the white vote. He's capitalizing on the stupidity of America. I don't understand how you're perplexed by this. My problem... I'm not perplexed by it. I'm upset by it. Well, what do you want to do? You're going to go move to Nebraska and rally these people? I have legitimately thought about going to work for a state campaign in a swing state. Are you serious? Yes. Why? This is that important. But you, you're pretty... What's at state is the fate of our democracy. You're a pretty smart guy, right? I'll give you that. So you can't relate to dumb people. You don't do that well. No. So how, do you, think, also how the, do you think you're going to go work for a swing state I and agree. these people? I agree. I've thought about that too. That's also the counter argument that I have. I don't know how to convince these people because I don't know how to talk to these people. What I do know is that I have some experience as a campaign strategist. <laughs> and what Where I, does that stem from? From my fucking IU, you were fucking your that's buddies. Right. That's right. Yeah, well, you know what? I was a campaign you know strategist in the 8th grade, and we all won. Who gives a fuck? Come on. You just you just use popularity, like Donald Trump is using, to get elected. Seamus, 5,000 people voted in that election. How many votes you guys get? 3,000. Okay, that's a little bit better than my 8th grade Okay. Yeah. election. You know how many people voted in the Nevada primary? 50,000. So that was... 10%. Nevada was the last one where he got, he got quite a bit, right? Uh, yes. He won. 45% of the vote. Do you think all this... You know, 80% of the people that voted for him agree that Muslims should be temporarily banned from entering the United <laughs> States. 80%. <laughs> yeah, but these stats are all bullshit. Like, who cares? No, that's an actual statistic. 80%. Uh, I would say 100% of those people eat fast food six times a week. Like, what, that, that, what are you trying to prove? That doesn't, I'm not trying to prove anything. That doesn't change the fact that it's a problem. What, how are you going to change the country, Jake? The, the country has been this way. I he don't is, know. He is highlighting it. He is actually... What, he made a comment this week where he says... Or like he understands dumb people or he likes the people that are not that educated. He made some type of reference he, to that. He said so many comments that would just blow your fucking mind. And the fact that when I turn the TV on, I don't just see a continuous loop of that stupid shit is amazing. Like, someone that is a television producer is sitting there, and they decide to air talking about the competition between Trump and other people instead of just running a tape. They they wouldn't even have to loop it. They could run a continuous 10-hour tape of stupid shit that he said in his lifetime. That's it. That's all. When I turn the fucking TV on, that's all that I want to see. I'm going to make a confession here. For, for Friday night, I was partying and had people yeah. over. It was loud music was playing. I was just watching the replay of it, the debate. I didn't even watch the debate. With no volume. I was just watching him, his, his body reaction or his facial reactions to, uh, was it Cruz? Cruz is the epitome of a uh, sleazeball. <laughs> 
Yeah, he cru- just look at him, you're like, yeah. there's just slime on his Cruz face. Cruz created, though, one of my favorite comments that I've ever heard, which is his college roommate has piped up big time with this new race going on as uh, trying to be like a, an anti-character witness. And uh, my favorite quote from him was, he's like, listen, there are plenty of things to disagree with in terms of Ted Cruz's policy. But I want to make this very clear. If Ted Cruz and I agreed on every issue, I would hate him only 1% less. <laughs> That's what it's his roommate. This is all college roommate, yeah. That's pretty well. If we well agreed on every issue, I would hate him only 1% less. That's something that that guy has been thinking about for years. That's not a comment that just comes <laughs> off the cuff. Uh, and it's not like fucking Marco Rubio is any better, but at least Marco Rubio is a somewhat legitimate candidate for president. <laughs> I mean, someone someone put down Carlson, or, or was this it Ben Carson? Ben Carson. That guy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> what is he doing? Like, he, he just sits there. The best is... He still has money in the bank from but, fundraising, so... But do you see the SNL skit where... <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that guy actually did a very good job of... He doesn't do anything. He just sits there and looks, like, very confused all the time. I mean, he just squints and... Uh, you know, does the weird SNL thing where had a good bit last night. he's a surgeon that then uh, appeals and or discusses God all the time. You're a half, you're a glass, glasses half empty guy. I can I, be I pre- sometimes. I pref- you can be, or you are. I can be. I prefer. I, to look, be. I don't want to stick on this topic for too long. I feel like our listeners have what heard. About, what about Chris Christie's new running mate? Oh fuck! We didn't even have time to get into that. That honestly. And I don't know how I didn't bring this up right off the bat. That was what took it from extreme anger to a very legitimate problem that's happening in this country. Because Chris Christie is someone who I wanted to be president. Yeah, but he, he was someone that he I believed shy, in. He did shiesty shit, and, like all the politicians. And Sure, but at the time that it happened, I really didn't think it was going to be that much of an issue. And um, to see someone that I respected like that when I saw it on TV, my jaw dropped. I can't respect somebody, and maybe this is the militaristic... Shoot me to the core of my being when anybody I saw Anybody that is TV. that grossly overweight, I can't really respect. He's not as grossly overweight anymore. I understand what you're saying. Because where is his work ethic? With politicians, you got to take what you can get. Because if you're going to be a politician, you're probably a fucking crazy person. No rational person wants to go through all that. Let me ask you this question. If I'm running against Donald Trump, who are you voting for? Wait, your, uh, if I'm, if I'm uh, a Republican... Who I'm, should be your running mate? No. Would you vote for me over Donald Trump? Oh, if you ran for president against Donald Trump, yeah, 100% I'd vote for you instead of Donald Trump. Oh. Impressive. I'll take that. Does that surprise you? It does. I would vote for a one-legged, <laughs> one-eyed dog that you got from the SPCA that was about to be put down who was seven to eight years old to be president over Donald Trump mm-hmm. well Hillary would be president this will be a non-issue by the time we get to episode I would also I, 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 I would vote for someone who couldn't speak English over Donald Trump I think that'd be hilarious if they were president <laughs> see I don't understand why that entertains you but Donald Trump's whole trolling of America doesn't entertain you here is what I want I, look, let's be honest right now. Let's level set. I am a well-to-do white person. I want nothing to change. 
I don't think he, I don't think anything changes when Hillary becomes president. That's why I'm going to be voting for her in 2016. Next topic. All right. We let's played go. some golf a couple weekends ago in Oregon. Beautiful place. I can't speak enough about Bandon Dunes. Four hours south of Portland. Fantastic place. And we made a bet, which, you know, your score, we're not going to really harp on that too much. The one thing I want to harp on is... We bet that I would shoot under 120, and I wasn't able to do that. I yeah. came close. Not, I, came, I came within six strokes. Not what I'm trying to attack here. Uh, what I'm trying to attack here is our third round, maybe the second round, Pacific Dunes. That was our second round. We're playing, I hit into a sand trap on a short par four, and the sand trap is what, <laughs> 30 feet high? It was the war- single largest sand trap I've ever seen in my entire life, and probably ever will see. It was probably a 30-foot trap, yeah, up to the green. And this is not really about me, but just to give you context, I've had a few cocktails, and I, as soon as I get in that sand trap, I go to myself, I'm going to hit the fuck out of the sand trap. And I'd take maybe six swings in there. Right? Well, let's also say you shanked your drive off way off into the rough into the left. Oh, then I duffed it. And then you, yeah, and then you hit it into the trap. That's right. That's right. And I want to make sure that our listeners have the full picture here. What Seamus is trying to get at here is that I blamed him for my own mental collapse. And well, let's, let's, I want to, I'm going to be open and honest with this here. Okay. Let's be very let's be very straightforward. We're playing we're gambling or something. We're we're playing for money. Against we're teammates in this capacity at this point. It's a decent length par four, and I make it on the green in two. Which I don't ever do. Yep. I get on the green in two and I have probably a twenty foot putt. Uh so and I'm getting a stroke on the hole. So all that I really need to do is two putt this and we get a bird. Mm-hmm. What'd you do, Jake? I'm hot garbage on the green. I think I three-putted it. No, you four-putted it. I four-putted it. Okay, great. Yeah. I ended up shooting a, a, a bogey but with our my friend read the, read the putt for you, and then you mishit the putt. You read the putt wrong. That's fair. Whether he read the putt wrong, you mishit the fucking putt. And then you have... I the, know that. You have the audacity to blow up at me and him saying it's our fault I that know. you fucking swung the mallet? Do you realize that I'm trying to... May Maya culpa right now and say that I know that I was wrong there. But it took you a while to figure that out. Yeah, it did. Okay. But you can't deny the fact that you had a mental breakdown in that bunker. I'm comfortable with that. I knew what I was doing. I know, but you being shaken in that bunker, can <laughs> we agree? You? It had some effect on me. Do you feel like that was like the couple like where like, I know he's not doing well, I'm not doing well, even when I'm doing well? Do you think that's what was going on in your head? I'm going to tell you right now, I would have three or four putted that regardless. But at the time, there's no question that that was bouncing around in my mind. I was like, Seamus is completely mentally checked out for this round. I just saw him have, I just saw him chop his sand wedge six times in a bunker, trying to hit it up 30 feet instead of just chipping it out like I knew that he should have. Yeah. That was the tin cup in me. I, I had the challenge. That's exactly what you said when you walked into the trap. I was like, Seamus, just pop it out. And you're like, no, I'm going to tin cup this. And when it came out, I couldn't even see you because the bunker was so deep. And I still, to this day, I think that you just threw it up on the green. It was rolling. It was rolling. I, it was after like the sixth time I hit it. And it just came back and I'm like, fuck it. And I just go like that. And I'm like, oh, it's out of there. It's out of there. Because it, it landed perfectly right up on the top. I really thought that you just threw it out. Yeah. Um... 
That's boring, though. We've been talking about Bandon Dunes too much. Also, only wearing Bandon Dunes apparel. I'm head-to-toe pastel right now, and I'm wearing a Bandon Dunes pullover. I would punch myself in the face if this were 10 years ago. I tend to over-exaggerate things, but I honestly believe we, I witnessed or I watched the best NBA basketball game I've ever seen. I'm going to tell you right now, it was without question the best regular season NBA basketball game I've ever seen. And what I loved was right at the beginning of it, I was bitching about how boring NBA regular season basketball games are because it doesn't mean anything Warriors, and nobody tries hard. Warriors Thunder. I have no skin in the game. Yeah. Neither of us, no home teams. But I also... I also if anything, I would actually root for the Thunder because it's closer to Dallas. Durant plays for them and he used to play for UT. The I just kind of want to know your perspective. So when I was watching that game, I'm I'm analyzing the game. I'm talking to my other friend that knows basketball, and then I look at you. You're like the resident chick in the group. Like yeah, I don't know what's going on now. Uh, and then at one point you highlighted some point and you went on and on and you said, "Do you agree with me?" And I kind of checked out and didn't really pay attention to anything you were saying. Well, you want me to tell you the point that I was talking about again? Sure. The thing yeah. that drives me fucking nuts is let's say there's 35 seconds on the shot clock or 35 seconds on the game clock. Yeah. The team that's up has the ball. They dribble down, and they dick around for 14 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then with 10 seconds left left on the shot clock, they do something fucking stupid, and it always results in a turnover. So then the team that's down gets the ball back with 15 seconds left. I don't understand why they don't just go down there and play like they would on any other possession and get two. Because if they go down and they get two... Who gives a fuck if there's 20 seconds well, left on the, the game clock? The point is to get points, but you always, the clock is always a thing. So that's, I understand but that. But Seamus, do you understand that... They don't start moving until like six seconds left. With, I a, get that. with a game... But they only do that at the end of the game. And yeah. if, a, if a team is only, is only down two with six, 15 seconds left on the game clock versus being down four with 25 seconds left on the game clock, which do you think is a better position for the winning team? I'm going to say down four with 25 seconds on the game clock. This is too much detail, though. I apologize for going into this. But it was easily the best basketball game I've ever seen. Can't say enough. You have to watch Warriors basketball. Uh, Steph Curry hit his 12th three-pointer of the game from about 38 feet. Seamus, let me ask you this. To win the game. Do you think we bottomed out? In what capacity? You know how random the topics are that we've discussed today? They're the most random that we've ever been through. Period. I'm comfortable with it. We're trolling around in the bottom of the ocean there trying to find that one rock crab that we can keep. Uh, I'm not a crab person, so I don't know what you're talking about. You're a crab person, you just don't know yet. If When we open our first small business, Jake, what role do you think I'll have? How, what percentage of your life plan involves relying on me opening a small business that you can work for? <laughs> work for? Um, Are you implying that you don't think that you would work for me in this context? <laughs> no, I know that I'm going to work for you. I'm curious what my role would be. What would, you, what would you put me as your role? I'm not going to lie. I'm curious what that would be, too. <laughs> it needs to be something that adds value to the company. Sales. You would work in sales. <laughs> you don't think it'd be like the face of the franchise? No. I'm a people person. Don't need people, people. People, people. <laughs> I've never used that term before. People, people. <laughs> I would say 30% of, I don't really have any plans, but I would say 30% of my plan is that we eventually open something up. 
I calm you down off the ledge every time you fly off the handle. So when you say we open something up, how do you picture that happening? Do you have capital? No. Okay. So we'll, You have capital, though. Yes. So that means, by extension, that I own 100% of it. I'm comfortable with you owning the company. Just give me a small piece. Yeah. But where's the we? Because <laughs> I'm going to manage you. I'm going to manage your, your outbreaks. I would say advise. <laughs> and your counsel will sometimes be heated and sometimes not. But you need a diffuser. Okay. Are you comfortable with the convenience store empire? Or are we trying, still trying to look for another idea? Maybe a barber shop. I know nothing about cutting hair. What do you know about a fucking convenience store? It's a distribution business. How- it's a distribution business. I know distribution. Okay? It's just retail distribution. Are you actually going to work in the convenience store? That's the problem. I don't really want to work in a fucking convenience store. Because you have to deal with random people all the time. I know. Seems boring. And, and then they're going to ask you, why is that four fifty nine for a box of cereal? Do well, you think you're going ha- you to handle that well? I would just respond, you know, like our friendly, uh, you know, effective grandfather down there at our corner store uh, where he said on Yelp, what, what he's, I've been doing this for 20 years. I don't need your business. I don't need your bullshit, yeah. The chick went on some stupid rant about he quoted something he, and it was 30 cents more. He doesn't apologize. He just says, don't come back. He says, don't come back. He's like, I've been running a convenience store. I, I don't need you. Great. I appreciate that. That makes me. That made me go back down there that day. I didn't even need anything. I wanted to go back down there buy something. All right, let's jump to the report card. I'm going to rate you on a golf ball scale. And the scale is going to go from random banged up grab bag ball to I'm the ghost and I only play Pro V1s. <laughs> he doesn't even need to play Pro V1s because he duffs everything. Go ahead. And on that scale, what I'm going to give you is, and I hope you're comfortable with this, the highest end of the random grab bag. And you don't always know what's going to be high end, right? Because mm-hmm. sometimes you get a ball and it's like, fuck it, this is one that I'm going to hit. And then she sticks around, right? Yep. She makes it through a whole round. And then you, you start getting superstitious. You start getting a little attached to it. And in my mind, that ball is the Nike mojo that made it all the way through old McDonald. <laughs> okay? So... She looks a little banged up. She looks a little rough around the edges. You don't expect much out of her. But by the end of the round, you're attached. She was good to you. Yeah. She was very good to me. And that's how I rate you. I think that's a very accurate description because I'm not a golf ball snob. No, not at all. It's probably the only thing I'm not a snob about. Yeah. I'll just take anything out of my bag. And, you know, big ups to Pat who sent me out. Made me fly back from New York with 18 used golf balls. I love the And then you, that actually helped me out because I didn't want to purchase golf balls. You with a bunch of balls in a grocery bag. I also love that I, I experienced the first time that I've ever had a like a flip out on a green and I threw a golf ball off into the woods and then immediately walked into the woods to try to find it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you can't be losing golf balls out there. That was yesterday. Yeah. Um, All right, what do you got for me? In terms of golf balls, well, I would just compare it to your golf game, too. You're learning. You're slowly figuring out. I mean, you've been doing the same thing with golf, just running to a wall and not getting any better. And then you had kind of a come-to-Jesus moment a few weeks ago. So I'd, I'd compare you to 
battered, bruised, understands it, still willing to fight, slightly above blue collar, Bridgestone ball. Bridgestone, huh? Yeah, I like that's kind of that's a middle ball. I, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I expect it to be a pinnacle, <laughs> but pinnacle's a decent ball. It doesn't fly very well. I don't even know that it doesn't fly. Anyone well. will tell you that. It just kind of goes. Like you're not trying to do anything with the ball. You're not trying to shape it, fade it, draw it. Spin very it. rarely. If I am, then I'm already in real trouble. So I don't expect much out of it. You might as well cut me off now because I gave you a little over shot with the Bridgestone. That's a little actual classy for you. No, no, you're right. You're right. That's you better. I'm, uh, it's better than I expected. All right, guys. Uh, as you can tell, we don't have much for you, so gotta apologize. But uh, this is the 18th edition. Uh, this is if you're Sunday, still, February 28th. When do you think this gets? If you're put still out? listening. I'm going to put it out in five minutes. I'm excited. Thank you, guys. All right.